you know this song? I don't. It's before your time. <laughs> Probably. It's a fat. I mean, it's a great song. Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> you don't know who Fat Boy Slim no, is? No, I do. Alright. You were what, like 20? Doing a, I was having a good time. <laughs> Alright. What's up, everyone? We are live on Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. I am your host, Paul Apostolakis. We got our co-host, Salvatore Kuzmano. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I feel good. Man. Do you feel good? I do. I can sense right. the anger yeah. in your voice. Uh, yeah, I feel... What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm, we'll talk about that. We don't <laughs> want to get... I don't want to ruin the show, but... We've got Ryan Young from Inspection Pros LLC. He is a home inspector, a big integral part of actually buying a house. So we'll talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, inspecting homes. For sure. How are you guys doing this Good, morning? man. You good? Doing good. good. Doing good. You, you look, I mean, you look like an inspector. I try to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of all things, you look like. So we got some headlines. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this stuff. Uh, homeowners should ex- prepare for an onslaught of comp- competition this spring. I mean, that's been the story, but it's going to get worse. And then also from realtor.com, there just aren't enough new homes, uh, sale, home sales, new home sales going into the spring frenzy. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I, I want to talk about Sal and how good he looks today. How, you, you look good. Man. Like, what do you, what's, what's your preparation? It's like, pretty easy. Is it? Yeah. Looks like, I mean, Just probably like everyone else. You look like a million <laughs> bucks, right? Okay. Well, thanks. So, <laughs> Ryan, give us some background, man. Give like, how did you get in the business? How long have you been doing it? Why do you do it? For sure. So I basically started in 2011 during the uh, foreclosure crisis. That's that's fun. Yeah, we were going through a lot of homes and I started realizing that there was a strong need for inspections. Um, all the companies that I was doing work for, you know, the big ones, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, all those guys. And they were basically using us as inspectors. So I took that, went and got a builder's license, took some education on being an inspector and uh, kind of moved on from there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, so our listeners understand if they haven't gone through the purchase process. So, I mean, part of the process is you, you get under contract and then you have an inspection period. You have the opportunity to get someone of your choosing into the home to inspect it, to make sure that there aren't any major flaws. And you went through this, Sal, where yeah. you, you had an inspection done and you were like, Ryan did it. Ryan did it. Yeah. And you were like, you were like, no, ah, uh-uh, like I'm not getting that house. Right. Well, the first house I did, I had a different inspection. I actually found out, you know, through my own, you know, peeping around that I didn't want to buy that house. But the second time around, uh, Ryan inspected the house. It was a solid house, but you know, there are things that, you know, my eye was not trained for that, that his was that he found, Hey, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. I recommend you get this done. This isn't so much a big deal. This is right. So it allows you to renegotiate with the seller because, you know, if there are some major issues, right? Yeah, and definitely. I mean, granted, you're buying a house as is, but it's good to know what's going on and what it's going to cost you before you get into the home so you can negotiate that. Yeah, I always see a lot of people have, um, you know, big eyes when they're buying a home. So you're walking through and you're not looking at things like grading around the property or that the gutters are in disrepair and you miss things like, you know, dilapidated shingles and maybe some chipping, peeling paint on the siding. These are things that you just don't realize. You're looking at, how big is the living room? Where can I put my couch? So right, great where, where am I going to have my man cave? Like you're, you're. It's an emotional buy, and it's, exactly. it, it takes someone with a critical eye for that stuff to kind of go through and say, "Look, dude, um, it is a nice house, but you're going to have, you're going to need a new roof in a year, right? And you got to start. Th- and then you're like, 
oh my god, I need a new roof. That's yeah. not cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. There goes part of the man cave. Correct, right? right? Or, or like you're basically protecting the buyer. You're there on the buyer's behalf, and people don't get that sometimes. Right. Yeah. You know, I get referred by a lot of realtors and things like that, and um, that's not really who I'm there for. I'm there for the purchaser, and the purchaser is getting a recommendation from their realtor. So the realtor is using me based on a previous relationship of great quality recommendations for their clients. Sure, but you're 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 not representing the the agent. You're representing the 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 person buying the home. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you're you're there to protect them. Yep. Yeah. Try to identify any major concerns, anything that's going to cost you a lot of money right away to move in. Right. Right. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, what what would you consider, like, uh, let's say a first-time homebuyer, never bought a house, all wide-eyed, right, going into the the house. What are things that you often see uh, that you would consider major? So more of the major things are going to be your roof um, because the large cost. You're looking at a large cost for a roof replacement, and you're looking at a large cost for a furnace or AC replacement. Those are the kind of the big ones going right in that you don't want to replace when you move into a home. Mm Mm-hmm. So those are going to be your major concerns right away. Obviously, structure and other Foundation, things, right? electrical, yeah. plumbing, those are going to but be those big are concerns like also. Those are kind of more of a, maybe you don't want to buy the house if you're on a structural <laughs> issue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you how often we see deals. I'd say probably two out of five deals end up falling through an inspection. Yeah. You know? and Especially today with these flips, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's buying these like houses that are like older. They're going to slap some some nice cupboards on there but what's underneath right yeah and a lot of flippers miss roofs they don't check the roof you know they're trying to make the house pretty so yeah your wife loves to buy the house i mean people and also it fools people right like somebody walks in it looks really nice but the electrical's all screwed up right Right. or the basement's leaking and the whatever it may be right right you know finding a a fuse panel instead of a circuit breakers that's a pretty big deal for insurances and for the safety of the home in general yeah and i I think it's funny too you know these these flips sometimes like uh i was looking at one and they added a full bath upstairs in a bungalow you Mm. know all that tile the tub once it gets filled with water i mean you're talking what like that's a lot of extra Another weight Another five, up there. six, seven thousand pounds just set right in that area. I mean, <laughs> it's you could put a I have my own jokes in my head about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you could put uh, a pool ball on the ground and it go to the center. The whole house was sagged in. It's like, man, really? beautiful house. Yeah. It all looks nice, but they just, you know, obviously there was didn't have a structural engineer come in and. Exactly. Yeah, you know, the original structure of the home wasn't meant to support a bathroom up there, so you have to consider that in the repair or the flip. Right. Oftentimes missed. What do you guys say to the person that says, I'm going to waive the inspection? So I've seen that from time to time. A lot of people waive inspections on condos or on flips or brand new homes. And, you know, no builder is perfect. People miss things. You're rushing to get Mm -hmm. things done on a time frame. You might miss the attic insulation. Well, it doesn't sound like a big deal until you live in the house for a winter and you're basically blowing all your heat out the roof. I had that problem. That's a big yeah, issue. I lived in a condo. Just so everybody knows, I lived in a condo. My house was cold. It was cold always. My, my heater was running constantly. I had like three, $400 heat bills. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, insulation is a big one. It's a big problem, and I didn't think about it. The place looked amazing, right? I had a beautiful condo, but like the reality was I was just – I mean, I just – picture like dollar bills getting like seeping out of my house at every moment that's exactly what it is yep so um but i don't like i personally always 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 suggest getting an inspection i get it like people like want to get competitive 
in our market. And part of that competition creates a situation where, you know, the listing agent, if, if they hear that you're waiving inspection, like, perfect, I'm going to sell this house. And there's if they, there's anything wrong with it, they're not going to find it, right? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, even cutting the inspection periods down drastically to get your offer accepted yeah. kind of hurts you in the long run. It's hard to get inspections scheduled when there's a lot going on. Sure. So when yeah. everyone's buying a house and getting an inspection, there's only X number of inspectors right. around. You know, right. it to me, it's, it's kind of nuts that someone would do that, right? Right. Uh, again, Something can look so nice. I mean, you could put a nice coat of wax on a car and, you know, look at it. But what about the engine? What about the internals? You know, you, you should get that checked out. And just because you're in a rush to buy a house and you don't want to lose it doesn't mean you should be so You know what I get all the time? I get this. I get, oh, my dad, he uh, he, he did construction, right? Or like my, my cousin, he, he does windows. Right. Right? I'm going to have them go check it out. I mean, if your dad was, you know a full-on licensed builder and built homes, okay. Sure, but that's rare. What, I, what I'm talking about is a guy that does windows for a living, and whereas you look at a house like every single day, and you are tra- you're a trained assassin to right. find the issues, right? So right. that'd be like someone saying, like, oh, I want like my Aunt Tilly, who's got an, uh, a real estate license, hasn't done a transaction in like 13 years, but she's got it, and she's going to handle No, they're not equipped in that way, right? Right, yeah, you fall out of practice if you don't do it every single day. I would too, right? If I didn't do a mortgage for two years, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we found such, you know, small things that in, in the inspection. I think that's important too as a buyer to realize you are buying a used home. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everything's not going to be perfect, and the inspector's still going to find those things and point them out to you. But it's not a reason to walk away if you need to, you know, replace the filters in your furnace or, you know, there's some some caulking that needs to be done on the side of your house and the bricks. I mean, you're buying a, a used house. Look, dude, I think it's for me it was like there were a few things that were wrong in my house like that. Like there's a nail pops on my roof where like the nails are sure, coming out sure, of the shingles. Yeah. Right. Not detrimental. No. Right. But I got some money off the house. I had a few like weird uh, in the basement, the trusses or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever they're, yeah, yeah. they're bent a little bit. Whatever. And there's other little things that I'm like, little things that would add up that I needed to be aware of that there were going to be a cost, right? Sure. So when you move into a house, it might not stop the deal from happening, but it's preparing you like, dude, you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that, right? And it's like, okay, I got to be prepared for that. Right. You know, a lot of things that I find are, are minor things, you know, like doors not fitting properly or, you know, windows having fog in the glass. And these things are like minor issues that can be repaired. But when they start to build up and it's the whole yep. house, right. that's when you're looking at, you know, maybe you want to reconsider or renegotiate. Right. Well, and it's it's some of the things that, hey, this is showing signs of leaking or whatever. And it's like if you don't take care of it right away, it could be a bigger problem. So even though it might be a minor problem up front, even if it's just one thing, right? you know, if you don't get that addressed right away or you buy the house and forget, because I know based upon what you told me that I should do in my inspection, yeah. I mean, I haven't done any of it. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, no, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, I haven't even got my... It, it's been a year for me. I there was, like, there. baby wipes and things like that in the sewer, and I'm like, turn what? on the faucet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, Royal Oak sewers. Oh, are yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I yeah. just, you know, turn on the faucet. I'm like, well, it's draining. You know? <laughs> it I mean, at today. a point, I'm going to have to get it scoped out and all that, but it's just... It's like 200 bucks, man. I know, but it's just one of those things that when you buy a house, after you have it, you forget about a lot of right, it. So it's nice it, to get all yeah, that addressed yeah. up front. I agree with you. Did you I get agree. the nails fixed on yours? No. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, hey, there's yeah. no leaks. Two hundred bucks with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just doesn't look great, but I'm like, yeah. whatever. Um, no, that's good, man. So 
Well, I'm just going to say this one last time. Listing agents are probably not going to like to hear this, but if you're looking to buy a house, all the people out there that are listening, do not do it's one of the biggest investments of your life. We're talking about a hundred, two, three, four hundred thousand dollar house that you potentially are going to go in blind, which is just crazy. And, and I think you would agree that they should not do that in your professional opinion, Ryan. It is. Oh, definitely. And, you know, the cost of an inspection is not outrageous. It's not, you know, over the moon. So it's something very affordable when you're spending 300 grand on a house. Right. And it's if it allows you to negotiate $2,000 off the Nine price, out of 10 times, that's what happens. Right. And right? then you get your money back from your inspection. That's so, it. Right. right. So it's it's absolutely worth And here's a question we get a lot, Sal. Why do we have to order an appraisal if we already did an inspection? Well, an appraisal has nothing to do—I mean, it, it does have somewhat to do with the, the condition of a house, correct? But sure. But it's almost all um, the value. You're not looking at the value. You're looking at maybe what things cost or correct. you can give an idea, but you're looking at condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in, like, you know, a conventional loan type. They'll let things go that, you know— even I would point out that, hey, this bathroom needs new trim or new moldings around it. That's not going to matter to the appraiser. They don't care. They're I just mean, measuring the square footage, and they're you right. know, giving you an estimate based on not, value in the area. Yeah, so a conventional loan, you know, given the house is finished and it's not in, like, obvious, like, uh, safety hazards or, you know. Yeah, obvious uh, disrepair or anything. Yeah, then, you know, it's uh, it's going to pass. Now, FHA is very picky. Very right? picky. Uh no peeling paint, no, it, it, it's, it gets in there. So an inspection can help you prepare for that. Like, hey, there's no, you know, uh, ground faults yeah. installed that you need you need to have for your, your inspection for FHA or your Definitely. appraisal, I should say. All yeah, right. FHA and VA and those types of loans, they look for uh, health and safety issues above right. and beyond the appraisal. Mm-hmm. Sweet, boys. So and we're going to talk a few about these headlines that we talked about earlier. So um, uh, this is from who is this from um housing wire experts home buyers should prepare for onslaught of comp- competition this spring season high home prices are here to stay so this article talks about basically that you know demand is going to continue to be strong uh home prices will go up because you know supply and demand right less supply right. more demand prices will continue to go up which is why I'm angry, and I'm going to tell you guys why I'm angry. So we talked about this at nauseum. We've talked about it over and over and over again. There, this is what's going to happen in the market, and the people that are like are like, oh, you know, uh, I, I missed the boat. You haven't missed the boat, and I'll tell you why. Here's here's a situation. A year ago, it was cheaper to buy a house than it is today. Absolutely, rates were lower and prices were lower, and people were like, oh no, I'm not, you know, I'm not moving yet, like for whatever reason. But if you were thinking about moving, we talked about it. You need to make the move, right? And people didn't. Now people are like, oh, rates are too high, and I, you know, I'm gonna wait. What are you waiting for? Is my point because demand is not slowing down. And here's the other side of it, Sal. Yeah. If rates go up to 13 percent, which they've been there before, they've been at 18, they've been really high, which is could happen someday. It's probably not likely, but if it does, what does that do to rents? Well, I mean, it raises them. It raises them. So because if the cost of buying a house is X, and you and and I can then I can charge you X for rent. Right. Right. So it, it is going to get increasingly more expensive to live. Period. And unless you're living in your parents' basement, yeah, inevitably, it's just the cost of living is going up. Uh, and hopefully wages trail behind that, right, or or with or above that. But you know, in the meantime, you get you have to look at 
you know, buying a home as an investment and that's something that you can walk away with as opposed to, well, you know, it's $100 a month cheaper to rent at this place that's, you know, a thousand square foot apartment versus buying your own home that you can grow in. Right. I mean, this this article basically says Trulia. This is a report from Trulia uh, who tracks home prices. Uh, they've increased steadily climbing since about mid-2014. In the past couple of months, the increase rate surpassed 6% and has held there. So we have seen an increase of, of pricing of 6%. I mean, Ryan, from your perspective, obviously you're seeing no less demand in the market. Because no. you see it on the front end, right? When you, when you have orders, for like you're not seeing less demand. Right. I'm not seeing any slowdown. Everything's clicking as normal, basically. Right. If anything, more strong now than it was in the previous time. Right. We had, I think we had a busier winter than we have had in the past. So here's my thing. Guys out there that are listening, um, I'm, I'm perturbed because I hear a lot of different things. Like, I'm going to wait for the market to change. The only thing that's going to change is that it's going to get more expensive. Unless we get bombed. Or there's something crazy happens. Yeah. Rates are going to keep going up. We're probably going to settle in around six, six and a half percent. So where we are today, you're again getting a discount on your price. So the, a two hundred thousand dollar home today is going to cost you more a year from now. Hundred percent. I don't. I'm not even not hundred percent. Eighty percent for sure. Um, also, with that being said, home prices are going up. They're not going down. So it's increasingly getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. So why would someone not move right now? Other than it being hard to find a home. Right, you might make, have to make some concessions. Yeah, I think that that would be the only reason is if you can't find a home that you want to be in. You know, some people try to predict the crash and I'm going to buy these properties once the values are down. But you know, you you just have to prepare yourself for that in another way. Right, save up whatever you can because if and when it does happen, right, definitely, then you're prepared. But you can't time that. No, you know, no. And as long as wages and everything stays steady, and people are making money, and people are having babies, and millennials are getting into the age of buying homes, I mean, there's a big population of humans, and we talk about them all the time. And Sal, you're one of them. Like millennials are getting into the situation now where they're buying houses, yeah. right? By by the boatload, yeah. Uh, and those are the homes that move the fastest. You know, your your hundred to three hundred thousand dollar home is typically what what everyone's looking at for their first purchase and those are flying off the shelves so it's tough when you have a family that needs to move that is buying in that price range let's say someone who's upgrading from that 150 to 250 or 300,000 dollar home who needs to move is you know up against these people who are like you know just out there buying homes you know and here's another thing uh if you find the house that you want you got to get after it man because it is, uh, I just had a client, they couldn't come to terms on a house that he loved over, I think it was five or $10,000, right? So he was like, no, I'm not doing it. They're not. They're like, we're not budging. The deal didn't get done. That is so crazy because this guy's been looking for a house for a year and he wants to get a deal, right? Yeah. In that period of time, his deal has cost him thousands and thousands of dollars. You're not getting a deal, dude. There's no deals. No. Stop thinking about deals. There's no deals, right? Yeah. Do, do you agree with that, right? I mean, definitely. Yeah. There there's are, no deals. There's not any deals out there unless there's something that needs to be there's fixed. There's no correct. And if that's the case and it's a deal, it's more, you know, it's going to be require an investment on your end. You're going to have to have that vision for that house. So that limits the pool of buyers. But there's still a lot of people in competition for that. So. Right is there really a deal even then, right? Because then you have, well, 
you know, there's, uh, let's say, two out of ten buyers have the means and the, the skills to do a fixer-upper, right? Sure, yeah. And now you're competing with 2,000 other buyers, because there are probably 10,000 buyers in southeast Michigan at a minimum at looking least. for homes I right mean, now. Are you kidding me? There's probably more than that. But, yeah. but unless, like, I don't know how to do anything. Most people don't buy houses to fix them up. And, right. it, like, there's not, like, an abundance of foreclosures. Right? Yeah, there's not a lot of foreclosures right now. Not a lot of foreclosures. People are holding on to their house. And then, you know, and to my point, are you seeing like a majority of your clients or a lot of them being like younger, crowded? Like, definitely. And, you know, a lot of them want to do things to their property. And I try to educate them a little bit while we're on, you know, on the property doing the inspection, just like what, what it takes, what it costs. So they get a good idea also because there are a lot of homes out there that, you know, grandma's selling or your dad's selling mm-hmm. and they didn't update them. So they're ready to be updated. And a lot of people do want to get those homes. So there is competition for that as well. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, you have to look at, especially as, as an inspector, right? Like you're not going in there and saying, man, this this looks terrible, right? It's right. green tile. <laughs> it's more or less, is it in good shape? Is it How are the water? bones? Blah, 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 right? Right? Exactly. I'm not phased by the outdated bathroom or kitchen. I just see potential there. So, you know, I try to reiterate that to the client and let them give them the hope. Yeah. yeah. And as a client, you have to be, especially if you're planning to do a flip or like, hey, I'm going to live in a house for two years uh, in that time frame, fix it and then sell it and break even and, and put some money in my pocket. Right. Right. Uh, you have to be cognizant of what you're putting into that home because there's certain things that raise values and there's certain things that that don't on paper. Right. Oh, like yeah. I'm, like the worst thing you could do is refinish your basement. You know, it's like the smallest adjustment on an appraisal for it's a like finished 10, basement. It's like 10000 and it could cost you. Or and you five, put yeah. 20, 25 grand yeah. into it. So, yeah. you know, you can easily go underwater not knowing what you're doing. So that's why you need to consult an inspector, you know, a real estate agent, mm-hmm. probably an appraiser. Oh, I, yeah, you yeah. Know? I guess I just, I'm like really, really like, I want the audience to know. Uh, I mean, there's some pockets, but I'm just saying in the majority of the country right now, if you're looking to get a deal, you're costing yourself money because you're passing up on the opportunities to get to get houses. Even if listen a year ago, if you would have paid five thousand dollars extra for a house that you that, that you maybe didn't want to pay five. Right. You paid less for that house. Your interest rates lower and that house probably right. appreciated since then. And, and I don't want to sound cliche, but, you know, penny wise, pound foolish. I mean, there there is. What does that mean? It means you know you've you've basically what? <laughs> what? pinched pennies uh, in the hopes of of something better, right? And it ended up costing you. You were the you were the fool in the end. I, not that any of my buyers are fools or anything like that, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people that, like you said, I've talked to in August. Well, I'm gonna wait. You know, I think rates are gonna go down, or I'm waiting for rates to go down. One of my best friends did it. Yeah. And and I'm like, dude, and he's like, no, no, man, the the market's going to get better. Yeah. Well, I think I can save, you know, an eighth of a point in rate and then boom. Yeah, man. Hey, man, rates are a point (laughs) higher and they're going to end up buying because when it comes down to it, it's not as much of a financial thing as it is an emotional or need thing to buy Mm -hmm. a house. Mm -hmm. You need to buy a house, right? Yeah. Uh, Depending on your situation. So if it is, it costs you more now than if you would have just pulled the trigger then. And I... I think to your point earlier, that's going to be the trend. And in the grand scheme of things, if rates do go down, all you have to do is refi. It's very easy. It's very simple as long as the values are there. And even if the values plummet, there's mortgage programs for that, like HARP, right? And that's, I think, a big thing. Well, what if my house goes underwater? Well, just like in the past, there'll probably be a government program for you to refi and lower your pay. Yeah, HARP, just everybody, HARP's, I think, done now or close to it. 
it's close to it, but mm-hmm. they'll be harp three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, last thing, we only have a few minutes, man. So I'm just, I mean, this just goes in hand with what we've talked about at like on every show right now. Right. So I, I, I'm sorry for the audience. It kind of seems like we talk about the same thing, but it's just like. Today, I, I just really wanted to, like, hammer it home, and maybe next week we'll talk about something more fun like uh, tariffs or Trump or something like that. <laughs> um, there, aren't enough, uh, there aren't enough new home sales leading up to the spring buying frenzy. So through all of this that we're talking about, demand and housing, there, there's just not enough new homes being built to meet the demand right now. A lot of that is – and then the ones that are being built, their average price is, like, 300-plus thousand, so – it's not really moving the needle, like uh, you know. The well, you know, above and beyond that, you have to think of uh, just the logistics of creating a subdivision. Where do you build it? You know, where's the a, land? Yeah, you're running on uh, land, right? Oh, so yeah. now all of a sudden, people are commuting an hour to work. It's like, is it worth it? You know, or do you stay put or, or buy a used home? So it's tough. I, I commute an hour and I bought a used home. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm an idiot. That's your fault, just, but that's my fault. <laughs> you know, tell uh, Tiffany. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see, but it, it takes a year typically to build a home, and oh, sometimes yeah. a year and a half. Because I mean, again, kind of like with when there's a frenzy and there's all these inspectors out there, there's a shortage of inspectors to get out there in a matter of a short amount of time. You might say, "Yeah, I can do it," but I'm booked out for the next week. Right. right. Same thing with labor for building these homes. There's not enough skilled trades due to probably another problem everyone going to college to you know uh yeah i mean that's a funny thing right everybody yeah. wants to go to college and do something else and the, all the money's in like skilled yeah. trade right now right <laughs> yeah it's it's booming right yeah so yeah lots of uh lots of problems but lots of solutions i think too. College, i think down. i think college is dumb Hey, I don't necessarily <laughs> think that. I think it depends what you want to do. If you're a doctor, sweet. Like you need to be. You need to go to school and. Well, like, I learn think that. if you go to college, and granted, you know, you're an 18 year old kid or whatever, and you don't really know. But what wouldn't you learn up? more? Okay, let me just. This is way off topic, but let's say you wanted to go in. A, I got a finance degree, right? Let's say I wanted. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't I learn a do whole? Do you want your kids to go to college or no? Not if they. Not if they don't have to. Absolutely not. Right. Because if 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 I spent four or five years with a guy doing finance, I'd learn way more than being in college. Sure. No, I, I and I'd make some money yeah. instead of spending one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars on students. Well, listen, I, I went to college and I can't say that it benefited my career. It was fun. Yeah, it you was had fun. a good time. I, I, I heard about some your people. Day. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, you so, did a lot of fun stuff, Sal. Did I need to go? No, I don't think so. Uh, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without it. But that's just due to circumstances of meeting people and talking, right? But either way. It's not like it, it, it furthered my career any, right? I'm it might just, help I'm someone. Just, I, I, just, I think, I think though, college is dumb. I think it's a it's a racket. I'm going to open up a college, mortgage college. I'll give you a degree. A I'll give you a degree. <laughs> one semester. Yeah, one semester, fifty thousand dollars. Nice man. That's that's steep. Ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe. Anyways, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Man, you heard it here. College <laughs> is stupid. Ryan, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you, man. Uh, best way to get a hold of me is to check me out on my website, inspectionprosllc.com. All my contact information is there. You can also uh, book and schedule an appointment online. Say that website one more time, man. Inspectionprosllc.com. All right, Sal. All right. How you to, can to, find us online at www.liveonrealestate.com. If you have an iPhone, you can find us on the podcast app or Android on the Google Play Store. That is www.live. www.3w. 
liveonrealestate.com. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> Is this good, though? Yeah. <laughs> right here. Right now. Yeah. Right here. Right now. No? I'm going to keep playing it. <laughs> I don't care. Stop looking at me. <laughs> All right, boys.